Now you can feel like you're in the audience at the Ed Sullivan Theater with official Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise at ParamountShop.com. Shop t-shirts, mugs, accessories, and more, and Late Show Pod Show listeners can take 20% off with code TLS20. That's 20% off at checkout on all Late Show products with code TLS20 at ParamountShop.com. I'm Rachel Martin. After hosting Morning Edition for years, I know that the news can wear you down. So we made a new podcast called Wild Card, where a special deck of cards and a whole bunch of fascinating guests help us sort out what makes life meaningful. It's part game show, part existential deep dive, and it is seriously fun. Join me on Wildcard wherever you get your podcasts. Only from NPR. It's the Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Folks, my guest tonight is an Emmy and Peabody award-winning journalist who is a correspondent for CBS's 60 Minutes and the host of Anderson Cooper 360. Please welcome back to the Late Show, Anderson Cooper. <laughs> So, uh, it, it's, it's, this is our third show back uh, with the full audience yeah. here. And um, it's, it's sort of striking how quickly things are starting to feel normal yes. to me. How, yeah. Was there a moment, at, or have you gotten there yet, where... Well, how about New York? You grew up in New York. Is, is there a moment when you felt like, oh, God, this is what New York feels like? Yeah, it's except, been ghostly for part of the year. It has been ghostly, yeah, yeah. And I've been riding my bike all around the city because I've been going to the office really during most of the pandemic. And you could do it right down the middle of Broadway for part of it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. no. But, uh, yeah, no, I definitely feel like New York is back, but, but, but it's back in the way it's, like, way back. Like, when I grew up in New York City, and I live right by Washington Square Park, um, when I was a kid, Washington Square Park was where you went to get mugged. And, like... <laughs> I mean, if you had a pop star, I have an appointment. I grew up in New York in the 70s and early 80s, and all we talked about as kids was when we're going to be, like, when we're going to get mugged, getting mugged, who stole my bus pass. What's the etiquette for being mugged? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And now, like, I walked through Washington Square Park the other day, and the whole, like, for a while, a couple of weeks ago, the northwest corner of the park had been taken over by. Uh, folks who were very, you know, uh, dedicated to using uh, substances and like there's like a rave as a nightly rave scene. There's now, like right? a yes, there's a, a whatever rave. that means these yes. days. Yes, yeah. I mean I don't know why anyone would want to like go to a rave in Washington Square Park. It sounds like just awful to me. Uh, and I guess the last one on Saturday night, some people were stabbed, so that doesn't sound good. But uh, but yeah, the park has been. It's like back in the 70s. So like I feel like I'm like back to the future. Um. So there's going to be there's going to be a punk scene. I, I'll yes. see I'll see you at Studio 54. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. Did you go to Studio? Because your mom I went did. to Studio. Did I you went go to Studio 54 twice. First time, both times my mom brought me, which tells you a little bit about how I was raised. Uh, <laughs> I was 11 years old, uh-huh. which again doesn't seem like uh-huh. a good idea. Honey, mommy's going to go dance. You stay here with Mick and Bianca. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Actually, <laughs> this is not a joke. First time I went. It was for the premiere of The Wiz, because uh, sure. my mom was dating Sidney Lumet, and I went in a caravan with Michael Jackson, and uh, I didn't really know who Michael Jackson was, because I didn't really listen to music as a kid, because I was playing Dungeons and Dragons like you were, and uh, I re- I, my, my only memory of Studio 54 that night was seeing Michael Jackson dance with somebody, and I turned to the person next to me, and I said, but he's really good at that, he should pursue that. 
So I like. I, well, the most believable part of that story is that an 11-year-old Anderson Cooper would use the phrase, he should pursue Oh, that. no, I was, yeah, no, that's totally true. I was very concerned about how He people... should broaden his horizons, mother. <laughs> and the second time we went, uh, Grace Jones performed. Holy cow. Yeah, yeah. Pull and I never, I, in my memory, I don't know if this actually happened, but at some point with the microphone cable, she seemed to have made some sort of a, like a, a noose, put it around the neck of some guy in the audience, and I remember him, her lifting him up, like, out with of her seat. I don't think that actually happened, but that's how it looked to me at 11. Um, okay, so now... <laughs> So, yeah. This York... all sounds really fun to me, actually. <laughs> um, now you're a dad It's a very yourself. relatable childhood, I think. <laughs> you know? You're, uh, speaking of childhood and relating to it, you are now a dad I of your dad. own, yes. of, of, of young Wyatt right yes. here. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's Turn, turned one. Yeah, he just he turned one uh, April 27th. He turned one years old. Is, and, he, ta uh, is he talking? He talks in a dialect of, of Hindi or Urdu. I'm not sure, but it's incredible. It's a really interesting dialect. I'm trying to understand exactly what it is. But okay. he, it doesn't make any sense at this point, but, but he's very committed to it. Look at those eyes. I know. The eyes do not fall far from the dad there. I know, I know. But what, what, so just uh, for the first time, I, I was away in Israel last week. It was my first work trip for 60 Minutes, and I was doing an interview, and I get this text from uh, uh, Wyatt's other dad, Benjamin, and he said, uh, he just walked, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Yeah, you would think that would be my reaction. My reaction was fury. <laughs> that I was like... I can't believe, A, I can't believe I missed this, that I'm doing this interview and in Israel, of all places. And uh, secondly, then I got really pissed at Benjamin for, I was like, in my household when I grew up, you would lie about everything. So, like, he should have just lied. And he shouldn't have said he just walked. He should have lied and said, oh, no, he's not walking at all. Mm -hmm. So when I got home and he walked, we would all be like, oh, my God, it's the first walk. I wow. Wow. Like, oh. yeah. But the thing is, and he walks m missing your missing your child's first uh, walk right. proves you are a father. <laughs> I know exactly. Yes, that's yeah. that's what that's and what often happens. And he walks like a drunken sailor, and uh, not like, well. Then he walks like someone at the rave in in Washington Square Park, uh, which makes me a little worried about what he was doing in Israel. Don't give him a knife. <laughs> now, uh, Sunday Father's Day. This yes. this this is your second. Yeah. Um, how it's, has father... What? No, huh? no go ahead. What, is it, did I get something wrong? No, no. Are you no, fact-checking me? This no, is your fucking father? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it was funny, though, because your producer said... Uh, I talked to her on the phone before I came here, and she was like, oh, you know, Stephen may ask you about this weekend. I was like, oh, good, great. I was like, what's this weekend? And oh, she was like, right. it's Father's Day. And I was sure. like, oh, because uh, my dad died when I was 10, just as, as, as your as dad mine, yeah. died when he was 10. And for me, Father's Day was something I avoided... I just, I, I just did not acknowledge it. And when all kids in school, and I think for anybody out there who lost a parent early, you know, holidays and especially Father's Day, when you don't have a dad, it's just, it's not even bittersweet. It's just like... Kind of inexplicable. Yeah, it's inexplicable. And, you, like, the pain was so great for my entire, most of my life. Like, I didn't know Father's Day was this date. Um, and yet, the interesting thing for me about having a, a son, a child, is... It has made me sort of 
connect with my dad and my my mom's past and my brother's past uh, in a way that I never really anticipated. Like it, it, like I feel like I am in communion with them in some strange way, and I remember things about my dad that I never remembered before because I'm experiencing them with Wyatt as a dad. It's really interesting. That's very beautiful. Yeah. That's very Um, beautiful. I'm very happy for you. That's... Yeah, no, it's incredible. It's an unexpected gift of being a father. Yeah, it really is. And it's amazing. Even, like, little... So, uh, my mom uh, uh, painted a lot, and she did a portrait of her and my father, which I really like, and I put it outside Wyatt's room, and every morning when I walk by, he stops, and he insists on going over and touching... The portrait of my mom and my dad, which I find really uh, wonderful. That is, that is very beautiful. I've always said, I've I've always said it. I've always said to people who are about to have kids that you know it's it can be hard, but it's always beautiful. Yeah. Even when you think like I don't know how can I go on? I haven't slept in days. Right. There's always something beautiful about it, and it hits. It kind of taps you on the shoulder and punches you in the face in times you don't expect it. <laughs> it punches you uh, with the beauty, yeah. and it's not that it's not painful. Right. But it is absolutely really human and does connect you on some primal level to not only your father but all the fathers yeah, no, t- all the way back. Yeah. Right. And it, I mean, you know, you always hear I, every cliche becomes true. You, you know, it changes the way. You you think about the world and and it makes you feel more deeply i feel like sort of i did not know my heart could grow like new chambers and new ventricles i'm not sure what a ventricle is but you know the the heart stuff it's in there <laughs> it's in there yeah it de- uh, it degrinchifies you de what degrinchifies you uh, yeah that's true are you familiar with the story <laughs> of how the grinch stole christmas <laughs> Oh, that one I paid attention to. Okay, trust just, me. just making sure. Now, okay, so do you have plans for the weekend? Are you going to? Uh, I'm going to go uh, hang out with uh, uh, Benjamin's uh, other dad. I mean, my Wyatt's other dad, Benjamin, his papa, huh? and Benjamin's he... dad can come too. That'd yeah. be cool. Uh, and we're going to go hang out in Connecticut and just just be dads. Can I pick? I got a bone to pick with you though. Uh-oh. Is that uh, you seem to be taking this dad thing very seriously, and that's great. It's yeah. wonderful and beautiful, and everything you've said is great. Right. Um, <laughs> Wow, that really came from the heart. It really did, Thank really you did. But you'll that. see why in just a second. Where, where's the dad bod, though? Anderson, <laughs> you're not really committed until I see a yeah. gut. What's going yeah. on here? All well, right, see, this is what a dad <laughs> looks like. <laughs> this is a dad, okay? Right there, baby. Yeah. There it is. Let's, anything? Anything? Yeah. Well, you know, Stephen, I'm a gay man. We can't let ourselves go like you guys. <laughs> Higher standards. <laughs> Higher, higher standards. I mean, okay. Set an example. Well, we have to take a little bit of a break, but please stick around. We'll be right back with more Anderson Cooper. Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney, the voice of Korra on The Legend of Korra. And me, Dante Bosco, the voice of Zuko on The Last Airbender and General Iroh on The Legend of Korra. Each week we'll recap and discuss another episode of The Last Airbender. I don't know if we've ever talked about it, but... 
amazing guests stop by from creators to cast to super fans to chat all things Avatarverse. Are we saying that this is possible in the Avatar universe? Varney, we got to spread the word. Now fans can also check out our weekly video pods too by subscribing to the official Avatar YouTube channel. That's a lot of fire, isn't it? That's right. We're on video this season, everybody. So whether you're a super fan with encyclopedic knowledge or you're brand new to this incredible world, it's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Brave the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts. We're back here with the host of Anderson Cooper 360, Anderson Cooper. Anderson, I want to take a moment to talk about uh, the, the big summit that happened today. Yeah. I mean, every news organization was just blasting it as for days. I'm sure CNN had a countdown clock. Did they have a countdown clock? <laughs> yeah. Legally, yeah, Wolf you was have there. Wolf, Wolf was there. there. And, Actually, uh, and, and Biden and the president kind of uh, sort of pushed back at our reporter, Caitlin uh, Collins, who asked a very reasonable question. And, uh, about said, confidence, that thing? Something about confidence, He yeah, bit yeah. her head off, is what he did. <laughs> then he apologized. No, I know he did. Yeah, which I is the weirdest thing from a president. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty, yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, what, what, you've watched these. You've been yeah. to these. You were yes. in Helsinki, right? I was at the, uh, the, stink, what, the Stinky what, in Helsinki. Stinky in Helsinki, yeah. <laughs> that, that still blows my mind. That still... That I that remember, happened, yeah. That that happened. I, and, I, in fact, I remember after it happened, after that, that live press conference happened where they were both together and, and the, the president, of the, then president of the United States, sided with Vladimir Putin against yes. the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, and invited him and said, I'm inviting him to the White House. Right, yeah. And he was yes. like, I don't know why he would have been if he had. Um, but uh, I just remember... Really? It was President Jackie Mason? Yes, he was. He was, yeah. I don't know why he would have been if he had. <laughs> Yeah. This schmuck over here <laughs> asked me a question. I don't know why I lapsed into that I Jackie Mason. I but I liked voice. it. I liked yeah. it. I liked yeah. it. Yeah. Joe Jackie. He was, uh, Joe Jackie was at the Studio 54, too. <laughs> <laughs> You ever see him on Broadway? Maybe he was in this theater. Did you? But did you? I mean, what did you make of the day? Do you think we learned anything? Not. I mean, not really. No. I mean, I think this was more about uh, you know the the Biden White House wanting to kind of reset the United States on a global stage, send a message of to the world about where the United States is right now. It's like the entire promise of the Biden presidency is we're going to normal the. <laughs> out of this. <laughs> You're going to be so bored right, by right. how normal right. this I mean, is like, you, you, I mean, the things that came out of it, okay, they're both going to have the ambassadors go back and be the ambassadors. Like, okay, that's the headline? Like, uh, <laughs> ugh, I'm not sure how great a headline that is. Happy Father's Day. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> Lovely to see thank you again. You. Thanks Lovely for being you. here. Have a happy day with, with Wyatt and Benjamin. Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to The Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From 
executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the plague. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're gonna find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Late Show Pod Show listeners can get 20% off on all Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise on ParamountShop.com. That's 20% off at checkout on all Late Show shirts, mugs, accessories, and more with code TLS20 at ParamountShop.com.